Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever on the world, and welcome to the next episode in the little 2017 series of the Blank Name Summer Break. I hope you're doing well. I am currently on location. Well, I'm off location. I'm uh, I'm in uh, I'm in Falmouth, Cornwall, and uh, just kind of having a little bit of a holiday break here before continuing the proper Blank Name. Ooh. Christ, I've stepped over something before continuing the actual black names from a break, and I'm just uh, in the garden of the place I'm staying in right now, and it's uh, ah, it's really nice out in the dark. I might not be able to see a damn thing, and it might be a little bit cold, but you know what? I like a little bit of cold. I like the cold better than the heat. I don't know why. It's just, I just like it. As I say, it is quite dark out here, and it's just, um, the reason I'm out here instead of being in a room is because outside has better acoustics, and it also uh, means that I know there's background music playing, but, you know, if you... Maybe, uh, like, well, for, for, for me, it just gets nice little ASMR-sounding sound bites and just relaxing background atmosphere kind of thing. It's like, uh, maybe you can hear the water here. And if you can't, then never mind. But, <laughs> yeah, where I am is very, very close by to the sea and uh, a beach here. And, uh... It's just, it's just really nice to just take a look at uh, the ships over there. I might be rambling on, I know you want to hear about what, uh, what Day 2 had to offer from the, uh, the beginning of the summer break, but uh, I don't know, just wanted to let you know how much I appreciate nice surroundings and how much of a weirdo I look to the people who are inside the house because I'm outside in the garden in the dark stumbling around trying to record an episode of some random stuff. Except it's not random, it's a thing with a purpose, but whatever. Maybe at the end, as a, as a little treat for listeners on Anchor, and maybe the podcast as well, I'm not sure, I could just uh, give you just a track of uh, what I'm hearing out here right now, just the relaxing ways of the sea and everything else, and just the the lovely air. And you can use that as some sort of ASMR thing to help you get to, to, to sleep, or just to make you tingle or something. And uh, if my voice is doing that for you already, then congratulations! Um... That's what I'm saying, congratulations, whatever. Anyway, um, oh Christ, sorry about that, I don't know what I just did, but I think I, uh, twisted the mic accidentally. Anyway, let's get on with day two. Okay, after I've that last uh, segment, I'm having a little bit of a debate with myself whether I should just keep this without background music so you can hear all of this. Lovely little background track, or if I should just keep it with, uh, background track on to make it seem a little less boring. Because uh, for me, music kind of helps to keep people entertained, or for me, entertained rather. I mean, I am holding this microphone very close to my mouth anyway, but uh, I don't know. I feel that the background music that they provided on Anchor is a bit too overbearing sometimes. Then again, it might be the headphones that I'm using, so I don't know. But uh, enough rambling, let's get on with day two, which was, again, still in Amsterdam. Unfortunately, it started to get a little bit rainy. It's good news for the plants, but not good for me. Well, do you know what? It's kind of good for me. I mean, I might risk this microphone getting wet. Well, getting wet, and uh, me getting wet, but uh, for the ASMR little bit at the end, it might be good. I don't know. Let's uh, keep going. So I'm going to start this story at 10pm, around about that time, on day one of us being in Amsterdam. Now, all seemed according to plan, and... Uh, well, you know, seemed like everything was going to be fine. Uh, basically, what was basically happening, right? So there's a big part of us as a family that would be meeting in Amsterdam 
for the holidays. There were three of us that had gotten to Amsterdam first and set up in the holiday home, and then the other three were travelling their own way. And I should probably point out before I tell any more of the story, the other three didn't know that we were in Amsterdam, or at least didn't know that two of us, me and someone else, was in Amsterdam. They just thought that one of us, not me, was there, and the rest were... Uh, but still in the UK having to do work stuff. So the plan was we were going to go out and surprise them. But this story starts with one fateful phone call. They don't call it fateful. One fateful night. Well, okay, whatever. One, <laughs> one fateful night with one fateful phone call. Fateful phone call, fateful phone calls. Try saying that three times fast and not get your tongue twisted. So this was around 9 or 10 p.m. and the person that they knew was in Amsterdam. Um, we got a call. They were checking in to go out of Aruba Airport, whatever that is, to fly to Amsterdam. And uh, the person that's checking in for them tells them that there is some sort of error. That the booking number or any notice of confirmation of purchase was showing up on their system that the, uh, the tickets were even valid and that they could uh, actually board the plane that day. Now this is a little startling, but maybe it could be an easy fix, you know? Unfortunately, I feel there's a sense of Murphy's Law around me wherever I go. For those of you that don't know, Murphy's Law is basically the premise that anything that can go wrong, will go wrong. Now if that's true that anything that can go wrong will go wrong, I probably would have resulted in death by now, but okay. But still, I'm a fairly confident believer in Murphy's Law, and I feel that something of the sort travels around me wherever I go. Not constantly, but there are, you know, a few hiccups. I'm not Milo Murphy, by the way, off of Disney Channel, I'm just saying that for a joke. I'm not, I'm not like the world's clumsiest person and like screw up at every opportunity, that's not me. <laughs> anyway, I'm sidetracking, Murphy's Law might very well be a thing, but I don't care. Is that a funny joke or not? Whatever, Murphy's Law, blah blah blah, Google it, whatever. So they pass the phone over to the person that's checking them in, or attempting to at this stage. And basically the person on the line says that there's something wrong. There seems to be an error with the booking, or that there's something wrong with the system, that the order number that they were given in the email was not showing up. And obviously this started a little bit of panic, but uh, the person who uh, was with us, the person that they knew was here in Amsterdam, not here in Amsterdam, I'm not here right now, I'm in Cornwall, but let's just, let's just bring ourselves in to that location for a minute, here in Amsterdam. They were confident that the person who was with us could easily, you know, just step in and uh, fix the situation because uh, he was the one that bought the tickets as well. So the line that I remember most from this, because I wasn't really hearing the other end of the conversation, I was just hearing him, he was going, don't make, my don't make your problem my problem, please. If you can, please sort it out. And then the person on the other line said something of the sort of, uh, okay, well, I'll try and do everything I can here, but please do contact KLM just to double check that this is an error with us and not with them. So he did that. <sighs> the story continues. <laughs> If you enjoyed this show, why not check out my other show called The Blank Name Moment? It's a semi-daily show featuring the best stuff that Twitter has to offer. If you want to listen, you can go to anchor.fm forward slash blankname, that's B-L-A-N-K-N-A-E-M. Or if you want to subscribe to it in podcast form, you can easily do that in your local, uh, your local, your, the one that you use for your podcasting, the app that you use for your podcasting. Just uh, type blank name, that's B-L-A-N-K-N-A-E-M, into uh, your podcast app and my podcast should come up. That's the blank name moment you're looking for as well. So yeah, if you do decide to check it out, I really do hope you enjoy it because uh, I like doing it a lot and I uh, hope you enjoy listening to it. Remember that you can also follow me for any updates on uh, at blank name on Twitter, so that's B-L-A-N-K-N-A-E-M, but you probably won't get out by now because I keep repeating how to spell it, but there you go. But yeah, if you do decide to check it out, hope you enjoy it.
So he proceeds to call up KLM through their own little customer service hotline, and he basically tells the person that the uh, the airline, the Air Aruba airline airport thing, is having some trouble trying to get the booking number confirmed. Uh, we don't know what's going on. They told us to contact K KLM just just in case, and they're like, "Oh sure, what's the booking number?" And then he says the booking number, and then after two minutes of holding music, we hear. Yeah, your booking didn't actually go through. You you didn't purchase it. And if I had a sound effect board right now, I'd totally be going dun 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 with it. So now at this point, he signs them that, that that's completely BS because he got the booking number. He got he got the email confirmed. There was an email that he got sent that said that you know the booking was confirmed. He even paid for it. Money was deducted out of his card. Yet to them, it never went through. You know what? It even said that the booking number was cancelled. Again, another dun 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 situation. So at this point, tensions rise as he tries to find out what to do. And then he realizes what may have been the issue was that the payment and checkout screen timed out. So he went back again to purchase and uh, money was deducted. But I'm guessing that there was some sort of glitch and um, it never, the process never counted towards anything. The booking, the email was done, but no tickets were actually made. No seat was reserved, which resulted in where we are now at this point in the story. So there was a lot of debate about what we should do, you know, how can the hell can we resolve this? A lot of complaining directed at KLM, people getting worried about what the situation would lead to for the other three that weren't here yet. So we did our best to make sure that they could fly on the night. And there was a lot of hassle and ultimately that bit wasn't really resolved. The minutes go by and I'm in another room trying to just kind of drain the whole panicky situation out with a with a, a film of some sort, a very funny film. And bear in mind, this house is uh, small enough to hear everything that everyone's doing at any given time. I'm not joking with that. To be honest, it was a real shame that I didn't have noise cancelling headphones because that would have done me a, a great deal of good. If that's a logical sentence. So as I said, a lot of time goes by, they're still trying to work out what to do. Somehow, and I can't remember why, the phone call ended with the conclusion that we should just drive down to this, uh, how do you say it, Skiphole Airport? Like, skip hole, something like that, I don't know. Yeah, they, they said that we should drive down there, which is uh, about an hour and ten minutes away from where we were, give or take. So we didn't have a lot of time, because the KLM booth at the airport was due to close very, very soon. And I didn't want to be left alone in the house with, you know, a, 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 a home that, you know, in a place that I don't really, not recognise, but just, I don't know it well. So, you know, I just thought to go along. And the story continues, because boy oh boy did things take a crazy turn. So, we all get in the car. At this point, we're all on edge, we're quite panicked and rushed, and to be honest, we're all very tired. We just wanted this to be over and done with, because this was reaching a time of about 11pm, and then there's only so much stress and all that that your brain can take. So once again, I tried to block out the rush noises and the panicked sounds of people on edge, people being angry, just that the bloody thing is not going well. The garbled sounds of phone music coming through a mobile phone, which a few years ago I, I found scary, but then again, those few years ago I was seven. So, <laughs> I meant hold music, by the way, not fo uh, not phone music. You know, you know when you call someone through a hotline and uh, you hear the hold music, it's like that's what I mean. I hope I'm making enough sense for this to be bearable today. But uh, okay, let's just get on with it. So yeah, this was about an hour. I tried to get some rest in the car, but that didn't really go well. So instead, I got out one of the podcasts that I downloaded. I'm pretty sure I mentioned them before on this podcast, but the Hamish and Andy podcast. It's it's a very funny comedy duo that do a radio show in Australia. It's their last year this year, so more than ever, I would recommend that you check them out if you like that kind of humour. I'm guessing you just search Hamish and Andy wherever you get your podcasts from. That's not an ad. That's not a sponsor. That's not anything. I just it's just a pure recommendation if you want to find something funny, funnier than anything that I produce for sure. I could go on about the podcast, but um, yeah. I'll uh, I mean, I will, I will say do try and search for it if you can. I, I was going to say that I could leave a, a link in the discussion box in Anchor, but 
Yeah, I might do that. But I won't do it in the description of the podcast because it's just a bit much. I don't have 140 characters to type stuff in. So yeah, whatever. Just just search Hamish and Andy in your local podcast and if you want a bit of a laugh. That's where I'll leave it. I'm getting sidetracked. Back with the story. So I think by the time that we get there, it's about 11.35, 11.40 around that time. And we arrived at the Skiphol Airport and uh, it was kind of very, for sure, night time. I don't know why I'm saying that. I'm just trying to feel... Fill in randomly, I don't know what I'm talking about anyway. And I'll say at this point, never had I been more emotionally confused or mentally confused than I had been at that point now because obviously the only thing that's happening around about this time right now is just the late arrivals, you know, the, the flights that come in at about 12. Uh, apart from that, you know, the, the airport was closing and it was just. It was just late, what can I say? Nothing was really going on, nothing, no activity. And we were outside, we were running in there, again quite tired. And I forget the fact that at Skipol Airport, they play some sort of strangely ominous music outside in the open. And at that point, I just felt like I was being watched, like some sort of, I don't know if you call it a Truman Show kind of feeling. I was just thinking like, hey, what is this random soundtrack that I'm hearing coming from? Am I being watched? I don't know, it was very late and it was very confusing. It was just a bit like, oh dear. So we were all tired, I was getting a bit annoyed because I didn't want to, I didn't want to have to be in the situation, but what can I say? Murphy's Law? Not really, joke. Maybe if you deny Murphy's Law, there's a certain chance that it will happen. Anyway, sidetracking, moving back on. So we get there and guess what I'm about to say next? We got some wrong information. The KLM desk was closed. And you know, you might have thought, oh, we might have missed it by a few minutes. You know, we were a bit too late. You know, the, the car was a bit of traffic. Oh boy. So we tried to get some information about uh, the times and uh, what we can do. We go up to someone who's like kind of like security guard because, well, you know, you expect kind of like security to be able to know certain information about the airport and then they said that the KLM desk at Skipol airport closed way before we got there this is I think it was about 12 12 a.m. actually I think not 11.35 so it had closed at about 10.30 but the person on the uh, on the line on the KLM hotline just had said to us that it was going to be open if we made it there quickly so we were given false information and the story comes crumbling down even further it's one screw up after another at this point and also I'd like to point out that the music that you can hear playing now is sort of the style of music that they were playing outside, believe it or not. So at this point in time right now, we can't do anything. And I think I just remember the reason why we had to, we were told to go to the Skipper Airport in the first place was because doing the payment online to rebook the tickets might not have worked very well. So it would be better for us to go there and uh, pay with, I guess, cash or just get the credit card inserted properly. But we were way out because they couldn't get their facts right. So we looked all around the airport to find something that could help us. We tried the information desk to see if they could do anything. We went up and down floors that were still open at the, that time at 12.15am. But alas, there was nothing we could do. And at this point, excuse my language, but I'm pissed at this point. Pissed off, I should say, not like drunk. I'm just pissed pissed off, I'm angry. That's why I, mean. I don't drink yet, because I'm not legal. Anyway, whatever. Sidetracking once again, unbelievable, I keep sidetracking. So we were there, left with nothing to do, and we basically had to get out before they closed up for the night. So at this point, we had no choice but to get back in the car. And the words I remember most from the person who had booked the tickets in the first place and organised this whole thing had said, I'm gonna write a letter of complaint to KLM about this, they can't get away with this, blah blah blah. And I was like, yeah, you should, probably should be refunded for all of this, shouldn't you? Well, obviously, because the booking had gone through with payment, but they didn't get it because of a glitch. And I was telling them, oh, it's gotta be because of a glitch, you know, it can't be human error. Because the people on the phone were telling us that someone went in and cancelled it. 
which uh, is blatantly not true unless there's some sort of security issue but most likely just a glitch with the timeout situation. So we give them another call and at this point my phone is dead so I can't listen to any more podcasts, I can't do anything, I have to sit there and just listen to everything that goes on which was painful for me at 12.30am in the morning and everyone's getting stressed out and everything and it's not nice. I have to listen to 15 minutes of hold music which was a bit... Uh, well everyone was just eerily silent. You were sitting there in the car park and I just never felt more trapped in my own self before if that's space. I don't know what I'm talking about. Anyway, the car felt a bit claustrophobic at that point because also there was a lot of stuff in the car and it's just like, oh, I want to get out of here. And I was just wondering why they're making such a big deal out of this, you know? There's always a way around everything. So after 15 minutes of old music because everyone's busy with other uh, customers on other lines. Other lines? Let me be more... Uh, pronunciation better and I have to have better grammar as well when I'm speaking because otherwise you don't understand what I'm saying anyway sidetrack we get through to someone finally and we have to start the whole shebang again which the phone conversation started with how very wonderfully annoyed we were at the service that we were given the misinformation that we were given blah 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 blah, blah. So yeah, we tell the person the booking number again and they you know they try to go through all the options and uh, basically after a long 10 or few minutes of discussion after talking with managers and not being able to get anything anywhere because the manager was not available that day. Bloody hell. We finally get somewhere and basically what they agreed to do in the end was that KLM would book a reservation for a flight tomorrow. The following day basically. Which means that instead of them arriving on the Saturday of that weekend as planned, they would arrive on the Sunday. But, you know, it's better than anything, really. At least that was that's what I was thinking, so, you know, we agreed, because that was kind of the only option that we had left. So they told us that the reservation was booked, and then we'd have to come back to Schiphol Airport tomorrow to actually pay for it properly, if we just, you know, got the stuff done. Stuff done. Let me, let me be more specific with that. I meant, like, uh, you know, getting the, the booking numbers that would be needed to be able to place the reservation and actually pay for it. We got all that information and everything so that we could give it to whoever would be working at the KLM desk at Skipper Level tomorrow, that following day. And then it would all be done and sorted. So thankfully, after a long and painful night, something was sorted. But there was still the family to deal with. While all this is going on, the rest of the family who are still in Aruba, the airport, are getting a bit worried because they hadn't had much contact from us because we've been trying to work out this whole thing. Uh, okay, then again, I, mean, I will remind you that they didn't know the two of us were here, just the person who books the tickets. You know, worried that hadn't received contact from him. So I won't go into the intricate details because there was a problem with money at some point, but it was sorted very quickly, so it's not really worth talking about. Basically, I'll, I'll say this, I was there through the whole time wondering why they were making such a big deal out of this. And basically, long story short, they sorted out a thing where they'd uh, stay in a hotel very near to the airport, and, you know, they'd, they'd get a, a good deal, because um, we, we then started searching for a, a good deal on the internet, for a hotel near Aruba. And we did, it was good for a night, they could take a look around and you know, just an extra little bit for the, uh, little bit of the holiday. Bed and breakfast included, well it's not bed and breakfast, it's just breakfast included in the, in the thing. I don't know what I'm calling bed and breakfast, but whatever. I mean, you get a bed, obviously, and breakfast, so that's good, isn't it? So that was sorted, and after the issue with money that I uh, briefly mentioned, basically there was a bit of a problem with them be able, being able to take out money from a certain account. There was some sort of transaction fee problem, but it turns out, you know, because it was like, you know, if you take out the money all in one go, it'd be better. But it turns out they couldn't, because uh, there was whatever cash machine they were using only allowed them to take out 20 
dollars or euros at a time. But whatever, after that whole issue was sorted, they got that money using on a taxi to get them to the hotel. They got the order number for the hotel room and uh, basically they were sorted for a night. And um, to be honest, that's really where the story ends. And to be honest, I was a little bit surprised at uh, suddenly, it, suddenly the atmosphere just changed in a few seconds. When it had all been sorted and it drawn to a close, at least for that night, they were just like, oh, okay, well, well that's sorted now, it's a shame what you can do, you know, we'll file a letter of complaint, we'll do that. But hey, you know, it's all done now, yeah, and you know, they, there's worse places you could be stranded in, you know, Aruba, like, oh, what a holiday that is. And I'm just there being really confused and I was thinking, why, what's the sudden change of, uh, of, of emotions all of a sudden? How do you go from stressed to pissed off and then going, oh, okay, well, you know, sort of, uh, what can you do, you know, it's just that. I was like, what the hell? So what was all of the past four hour and two, out two hours or so, of just kind of panicking? Just stay like that for the whole time, don't go, ah! But anyway, that was sorted, we got back home. At this point, I was the only one still feeling a little bit mad from all of this, so I just, you know, trying to calm it down and just went straight the hell to sleep to begin the rest of day two. And I'll tell you all about that tomorrow. Well, that was the early hours of day two, or maybe like night one, day 2.1, day 2.1, I don't know. And then day 2.2 could be tomorrow, I don't know. Tune in next time for that. Listen to the podcast, the next episode you'll hear will be a bonus thing that I promised you of the little ASMR sounds of Cornwall thing that I did, that I said I was going to do, so I'll do that. Alternatively, there's a radio station that's uh, broadcasting here um, called, uh, what was it called? Like Sounds of Cornwall, I can't remember what it's called, but it's a 24-hour radio station just basically dedicated to the sounds of Cornwall. And that's, and that's it. Oh, that's what it's called, it's called Escape to Cornwall. That's not an advert either, that's just something funny I found while I was here. Well, I am here, I'm still here. But yeah, tune in tomorrow for the rest of day two. Make sure you subscribe, make sure you follow or whatever, I don't know. Do whatever you want to do. Do whatever what makes you feel good. Because, uh, you know, I'm not in control of your life, you do whatever you want with this. But yeah, listeners on Anchor, stay tuned for the ASMR thing that's probably coming up in a few minutes. If you're listening on the podcast, that should be some sort of bonus episode. And in terms of the rest of day two, I will see you all tomorrow for that. So follow me at BlankName if I haven't said that already. I probably have, but I can't remember. But anyway, yeah, I'll, um, I'll see you all very, very soon. Bye-bye, and thank you for listening.